0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome along to the Outlawed Rugby League podcast, episode number 29. In this one, I am joined by Josh Day from the Memorial Bears. This, this episode is one that I wanted to do, and I've been itching to do ever since I started the podcast, and, and probably one of the first people that I reached out to 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 kind of say, look, do you want to come on, you know, when I was very kind of, for want of a better word, young and naive in, in my uh, podcasting history, and and Josh straight away said yes. And it's taken me until uh, until October this year, nearly a full year later, to, to finally get Josh on. Um, through no fault of Josh's, through no fault of Josh's at all. Um, you know, it, it just unfortunately, life goes on sometimes. Um, and I kept cancelling on him. So, um, look, guys, enjoy this one. Grab yourself a beer. There's some really, really important messages in this one. Um, and I really enjoyed, uh, obviously, recording with Josh. I urge you to go and follow the Memorial Bears on social media and, and just reach out to them and, and say hey and, 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 and get involved. But look, guys, grab a beer, get on board, enjoy this one. So welcome along to Josh from the Memorial Bears over in Australia. Um, before we came kind of into recording, Josh had just been telling me about some exciting stuff, so keep your, keep your eyes and ears peeled for that one. Um, I won't, won't give up too much, though. Um, but first things first, Josh, welcome along. Um, okay. But I've got to ask you, who've you got tips for the NRL Grand Final this year?
1: Oh, like, to be honest, mate, I probably shouldn't say this out loud, but even though I work for another team, another NRL team, um, I've always been a Rabbitoh supporter. Yeah. So i will probably say, fingers crossed, the Rabbitohs. But I've also got some good mates that are playing for the Raiders. So mate, it's pretty exciting. Usually this time of year, mate, my teams are out and well gone. So it's... <laughs> really no interest to in me. So this year, mate, it's actually really cool. So yeah, still, uh, still a lot to, to win for. But yeah, look, Raiders, Rabbitohs, Penrith are going to be super hard unbeaten for 15 games, I think it is. Sure. And you can never discount Melbourne, mate. They're, um, they're a poorly team. Always turn up around this time of the year. So no, nah, it should be a cracking corner two, uh two weekends.
0: No, fair play, fair play. I mean, I'm, to be fair, I'm a, a Cowboys fan, so we're well out of it. Um, but <laughs> I will be Next back year. in the green machine because um, I think, you know, they, they deserve it, definitely. But look, before we get into kind of everything with the bears and everything like that, give me a little bit of a background about you and and kind of ultimately your involvement at rugby league.
1: Yeah, sure mate. Um, oh, look, rugby league has always been massive with our family. I've always played since I was a you know a young kid. Uh, for us, rugby league uh, within my family, mate, it's it's where most of my best mates have met. Um, it's sort of a you know it's a pastime. It's you know, my family's always been connected through it, and locally, mate, it's it's pretty much you know one of those things where if you don't play rugby league, um, you know, you're either playing soccer or all those type of things. But most of my circle of mates that I've actually met through is mm-hmm. through this great sport, um, through rugby league, mate. I've been very fortunate. I've travelled a lot of places, met so many amazing friends, um, and I realised over the last couple of years just how important the actual game is, and not just the actual game itself, but away from the footy field and the connections you can make and the friendships and, you know, it just takes it to another level. You know, we focus so much on the game itself, but those other things away uh, from footy, they created a huge, um, and I'm sure we all noticed that through COVID this year. You know, we took a lot of things for granted, you know, just going to the game on the weekend and catch up with mates and, you know, having a beer at the footy, you know, when that gets taken away from you, it just doesn't feel right. It just, um, yeah, it just felt really different. Um, so, yeah, no, very lucky, mate, and um, love the game and, yeah, met a lot of good people.
0: Yeah, fair play, and 100% agree. I mean, you know, like you say, we, with everything that's gone on this year, we kind of realized how much we take for granted. And and like I say, whether it's just going to watch watch a bit of rugby, whether it's playing with your mates down the park, whether it's you know a bit a bit of competitive rugby, whatever it is, um, you know, you, you you all of a sudden realize as much as we probably already knew anyway. But you all of a sudden realize it isn't just about the rugby; it's about the mates, it's about you know the kit sure. man, it's about the the um, the guys behind the bar in the clubhouse, and and he soon realized that it it isn't just a a team, it's a, it's a club, and it's a culture. Would you agree?
1: Oh, one hundred percent, mate. And uh, there's a lot more to it, and there's a lot of things. went With the rugby league team, mate, there's a lot of people that you know they give up so much time, and so much energy to to rugby league each week, simply because they love it. You know, um, you know There's so many volunteers that actually make clubs run, and oh, it's mate, it's, it's hard to. How to gauge what actually motivates these people every year to turn up and to keep helping out? Um, mm. Like a lot of clubs I've worked with, mate, because a lot of these guys, they're not, you know, in the the social media posts. They're not out in the ones out the field, you know, collecting all the glory. But they're working just as hard, or even harder, as the players themselves to actually make sure that they, a lot of these clubs actually exist. Mm. Um, look, got to some respect to those guys because. Without volunteers, you know, the game wouldn't actually exist. And, and things, uh, sorry, the people that I've met through um, through the Bears, the people who are willing to put their hand up and just go, you know, way beyond any of our expectations to help out for mm. literally no reason at all but to to help, um, <laughs> you know, means a lot. So, yeah, just, um, yeah, with Rugby League, you know, you see a lot of, you meet a lot of really good people and especially the volunteers that help out each week. Uh, without those, mate, there would be no game.
0: Without a doubt, without a doubt. And
1: and where did the bears all start then? Where did where did it all come from? Yeah, cool. Awesome. So um, long story short, mate, to, to go right back a, a few years now. So, look, when my brother um, got really sick for us, bowel cancer, it, it was very new. It was something, look, we'd heard of, but we didn't really know too much about. Sure. Um, with bowel cancer, you know, some of the things that we learned throughout Mitch's journey was a massive shock for us. You know, it was something which... We didn't realise how prevalent it was. We didn't realise, you know, the signs or symptoms. And, you know, it was just just a massive shock. And Mitch being the type of guy he was, you know, his first goal was to try and get better. And then when he did get better, or when he was going to get better, sorry, he was, you know, had all these plans. You know, what we should do is we should go around to schools and, you know, go around to workplaces and tell people that I could, they could get it like I did. And, yeah. and that was his first goal was to actually help people. And unfortunately, when Mitch um, passed away, as a family, we sat down and we thought, look, what can we do to keep up Mitch's legacy? And for us, we, we looked at, um, you know, starting a, a charity. But look, here in Australia, there's a lot of charities, uh, just like around the world. And the worst thing is a lot of charities are actually in it for the wrong reason. They sure. you know, created for so many other reasons, apart from the actual main Essence of you know actually helping people. Mm. You know, um, an interesting stat or a crazy stat which we discovered was that here in Australia, I'm not quite sure what it is overseas, but here in Australia, that some um, some charities around about 92 percent of the money actually earn actually goes to administration fees. Now, when we say administration fees, like we're talking wages, we're talking you know cars for staff to drive around, which I'm sure, yeah, needs to be compensated, but we were just mind blown and we thought look for us it's not necessarily about raising money for us it's about raising awareness sure and we're really uh, we're actually turned off by that and some of the big charities which we spoke to about how they got set up and and what they actually do you know for us we're going in there like getting really excited about it but we actually walked out of these meetings going wow that's yeah that's it just doesn't seem right and um yeah I was sitting at home one day and I just thought you know we thought about you know, when Mitch was sick and the amount of people that come to visit him, and, you know, the amount of people at his funeral and things like that. Um, and how many of those we'd actually met through Rugby League. Mm. And look, course we were looking for a platform to pretty much just share, uh, excuse me, share all these ideas that Mitch wanted to share. And we thought, well, what better option would be than to, um, to create a Rugby League team? So, yeah, that's where we created the uh, Memorial Bears. So we thought through that as a perfect opportunity, you know, to share all these goals that Mitch had about sharing, you know, what the signs and symptoms are about cancer you know, mm-hmm. using our players as well, you know, through, you know, through Facebook or social media, or all those other different platforms, um, you know, and we thought through um, creating a rugby league team, we can actually get that message out there. Mm. Um, we chose the Memorial Bears uh, Memorial, of course, in honour of Mitch. And it was originally called the um, Mitch Day Memorial Team, but we've shortened it up because the last few times we played, we're actually dedicated it, um, each tournament to um, a different person who's actually passed away from bowel cancer. Wow. Um the tournament in January, which we won, the NAB9s, um, that was actually, we played in honour of a two of the greatest men I've ever met in my life, um, so Larry and Mark Tafua. So Larry, one of the best young junior players I've ever seen. And Mark actually played for Samoa. Um, he played for the Newcastle Knights, played for the Cronulla Sharks, two of the greatest men. Well, unfortunately, yeah, their mother had bowel cancer. So we played in honour of her, which was very, very special for us and for our family. And um, so, yeah, so that's uh, pretty much where we got the you know the basis of Memorial Bears, um, mm. where we got the, the bears from. So when Mitch was alive, he was a massive North Sydney fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, when North Sydney actually kicked out of the comp, he wasn't phased by it. He still loved his North Sydney. He used to walk around in a in his North Sydney jersey all the time. So of course, we had to call him the Bears. <laughs>
0: yeah, fair play, fair play. And look, I I genuinely I'm sorry to to kind of hear the the story of your brother, but but ultimately you know it's take this the right way. it's it's, it's amazing that you can kind of build a team around his honour and about, you know, and his memory as well, which is huge.
1: For sure, mate. Yeah. And to be honest, Mitch was a very, look, Mitch was one of those guys, mate. he was, I'm very honoured, very proud to, to have him as a brother. You know, he was one of those guys, like I said to someone the other day, he moved more houses for anyone than I think a like a, a removalist would have because he was always the first guy to help someone move house or, you know, um, whatever it was, he was one of those type of people. Um, But at the same time, he was very humble. He never, you know, preached about the things he'd done through social media or anything. Um, But he was a very shy type person as well. And if you look now on on all the things that we've done through the Bears, oh my goodness, he'd be so embarrassed. Absolutely embarrassed. (laughs) And he'd still be loving it, but he'd be super (laughs) embarrassed about it all. But yeah, and that's the type of guy he was.
0: No, fair play. And that is exactly how you'd want it as well. Um, But look, rugby league aside, what for you is the main
1: motivation behind the Bears? Yeah, so for us, mate, it's pretty much just raising um, raising awareness, you know, to give you some stats, mate, when it comes to bowel cancer. And, and some of these stats are absolutely mind-blowing. So, mm-hmm. look, bowel cancer in Australia is the second biggest cancer killer, um, just behind lung cancer. You know, hopefully with all the changes when it comes to cigarettes and, and all that type of stuff, I'm sure lung cancer, you know, um, deaths are going to decrease a lot over the years. So with bowel cancer, mate, it is very, very prevalent. But the one thing about bowel cancer which we were so shocked about Is that bowel cancer is the most curable cancer when detected early? So that's one thing we couldn't quite understand. Okay, so it's the most curable cancer when detected early. How is it such a killer though? Why, Mm -hmm. where is that that gap in Australia? What is missing? You know, Mm -hmm. why is it going so wrong? Um, So for us, it's actually raising awareness and raising, you know, the signs and symptoms that need to be addressed. Um, A lot of people don't actually know what they actually are. We, we didn't actually know what they were. Look, unfortunately, Miss, Mitch had a very, um, a very aggressive form of cancer. So even if we did know exactly what those signs and symptoms were, unfortunately, it unfortunately probably wouldn't have helped. But you know, there is a lot of people out there um, who just completely ignore them. You know, that's a typical Australian way. We're very stubborn. Mm. Um, mm. So over here, mate, was pretty much just you know getting that out there to the public and and letting people know what it actually is. You know, and there's some other gaps in Australia which we just can't quite understand why they actually exist. So. In Australia, it's super important that once you, if you get diagnosed with any form of bowel cancer, you need to have a colonoscopy straight away. Now, mm. here in Australia, it's around about 144 days from when you're initially, when those initial detections are occurred to when the, initial, the first um, colonoscopy occurs. So it's 144 days. Now, understanding that the cancer can spread at times very rapidly, mm. you know, and we just can't understand where's that gap. You know, we have come up with some different ideas how we can combat that. It's whether, you know, we track, you know, the bowel cancer testing kits a lot more because here in Australia, I'm not quite sure over there in Canada, mate, how it all goes down. But here in Australia, when you turn 50, you actually get one in the mail. Right. Now that sounds like a great thing, but who is actually tracking where those cancer testing kits go? You know, who's yeah. actually tracking, who actually uses them? You know, our father, for example, you know, even everything that was going on with Mitch, you know, typical Australian male, you know, oh, I'll be right. You know, Dad took time before he used teas, you know, so there needs to be systems in place where, okay, it's it's fine to actually send them out, which is awesome, but we need people at the other end, you know, tracking down these results and, and focusing on them. You know, our next door neighbor here at home, um, once he found out that Mitch was sick, he actually had a, a testing kit, which he'd been sitting at home for a few years. And he's like, oh, I actually should use that. Yeah. He went over and used it. He actually had bowel cancer. Now, right. because he'd actually got it when he actually did, he was in remission, and now he's 100% sweet. But if it wasn't for you know Mitch telling him, sure, like, get over there and use it, <laughs> don't be so silly. You know who knows where he could be. So,
0: wow.
1: yeah, through all these little steps, mate, and you know hopefully in time that's going to change. We do a mm-hmm. lot of work with the uh, Bowel Cancer Australia charity, which does amazing things, um, and they've been very supportive of our ideas as well. And, um, yeah, some of the stories, like we're getting Facebook messages all the time and we're getting, you know, Facebook posts or you know, Instagram messages about people who have actually listened to us and, you know, they've told someone to go and get tested and actually have had it. And, you know, they've, you know, been in remission for so long because of the, the work that we've done. So that's, in the end, that type of stuff is just all this hard work, makes it all worth it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think you hit the nail on the head. It, it isn't just Australia. I think it's very much a... um typically to be fair typically a bloke kind of thing to go look I'm I'm all right don't worry about me kind of thing but you know mm-hmm. you're right in what you're saying people need to if you if you feel a bit unwell or you you know you you think something's not quite right then 100% you'd rather know that you're fine than not yep. know and you're not be fine do you know do you know what i mean
1: yeah oh so true it's um the fear of the unknown but at the same time you know sometimes you need to be don't be so selfish you know okay yeah, some people don't want to know the results or don't want to know the answer. That, and that's one big thing which I've I've heard, you know, during the uh, last two years since we started it. But at the same time, what about your families? You know, you do have, you know, your mothers and fathers and kids at home who, you know, who absolutely love you and rely on you, you know. Don't be so stubborn, really. you know. Get in and, and think of those people first.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, as you mentioned, obviously, you guys play in, in red and black, you know, a uh, uh, throw, throw out and a, a shout out to the, the North Sydney Bears. How good would it be for you guys to... <laughs> To kind of play, a, I don't know, a curtain raiser in front of the Bears.
1: Yeah, mate, that's actually a really good idea. We've, um, we've actually been in contact with the guys. Um, they've actually reached out to us and, and love the idea. And they've done a few different posts on us, which has been awesome. Um, yeah, mate, we've actually got some really cool ideas. Unfortunately, because of COVID, that's um, put a little stop to things. But, sure. you know, there's been, we've been approached by a lot of different um, teams. There was an international team, which I won't mention, actually reached out to us and said, look, we're coming over uh, for an international game against someone in Australia. Um, both teams were in Australia, of course, but they will coming over here to play an event in February. And um, they said, oh, look, we're looking for an, an easy game. You know, any chance, you know, the Bears be keen. And I was like, oh, yeah, we'd be pretty keen. Like, what's what's your thoughts? And <laughs> to be honest, I think they thought that we were just like a, a local team sure. full of players that don't normally play. You know, considering, you know, our last event, you know, in Newcastle, you know, there was eight of our players that actually played the NRL um, yeah, yeah. pretty high quality quality players, and also quality men. They're awesome blokes. And um, I think they were a bit of a rude shock when they uh, when they played against us. <laughs> we've, um, but, yeah, mate, in time, we've got a few different ideas. Um, probably one of the disappointing things for us because of COVID was, uh, look, our last event, we looked around and, you know, that we had, you know, 25 players. But of all the 25 players, you know, there's 25 partners, you know, kids, sure. mothers, fathers who are just at the game, just sitting there. Mate, the rain, I've never seen rain like it in the morning. And everyone just sat there. No one complained. You know, everyone was just there to support, you know, their partners or their their dads or their kids, you sure. know, playing um, rugby league. And I said to my mum, I was like, look at all these amazing people just sitting here. We need to do something for these guys. Mm. And so we asked around and said, like, girls, what would you love to do? You know, is there anything we can do for you guys? And so for us, we were going to organise a um, a ball. Mm. Because most people love getting dressed up and, you know, had all these big ideas. But unfortunately, yeah, with the COVID really got in the way for that one. But that's probably going to be the first thing we're going to look at as soon as COVID's gone. Yeah, um, Mate, I'd love to, you know, anything on a on a stage where we actually can reach a lot more people um, for us is, a, is an awesome idea. Um, but, yeah, fingers crossed, mate, something like that comes in time. There's just, for the Bears, mate, we thought when we first started, you know, we'll play a game here and there and, and that'll pretty much be it. To be honest, mate, I pretty much, for the first month, I pretty much had to sit back and go, whoa, this is this is really taking off. <laughs> this is exploded because the amount of messages we are getting and, you know, people want to play against us. And um, it's just so humbling when someone rings you up from WA and is like, mate, we've got this tournament. We will love you to come and play. We'll sure. fly your team over. We'll do anything because we want you guys there yeah. uh, because of everything. doing. we're like, we had to sit back and, mate, for us, it's – it's look it's cool it's amazing but it's super humbling and sometimes we have to sit back and go wow this is yeah this is a little bit too much but <laughs> yeah mate in time hopefully that happens
0: <laughs> no agreed. i i think that's that's really huge because it again it goes back to the whole thing that it isn't just about rugby league it's about kind of the whole message and and it's it's nice to see that people have kind of sit, sat up and took notice and gone wow like these guys are doing some some things we want to i suppose we want to get on board with that and 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 really push the the cause that you guys have as well which which is massive and i suppose the more exposure you guys can get then you know the the more exposure that um and kind of information people can get about stuff like bowel cancer and about how you know symptoms and treating it and and kind of what to look out for as well which which can only be a good thing let's be fair
1: yeah exactly right mate and and for us as well mate look when we got the team together um we're very lucky. We've got a lot of Mitch's um, good mates. Um, and Mitch is actually a twin. So Luke actually plays in the team as well. So Luke oh, wow. plays. Um, but also other players we want to get. Yeah, we've got a few boys that played NRL. But for us, we want to get really good quality blokes who actually play for the right reasons as well. Sure. Um, and they're actually willing to spread the message. And to be honest, mate, we couldn't get a better bunch of blokes. When we played in Wollongong last year, uh, look, a lot of these guys actually didn't even know each other You know, at 9 o'clock in the morning by 4 o'clock in the afternoon. By far, without doubt, hands down, one of the greatest days of my life. We actually won the event. Like a lot of these blokes, become great mates. You know, and this was 18 months ago. To still see see these guys still interacting, connecting on Facebook, and and all that, and still trying to spread the message which we're trying to achieve, mate, is yeah, for us that means the absolute world. So look, it's one thing to have ideas, but you've got to have a team around you actually on the same journey, working forward. Um, And that's one big thing which we're very lucky we're actually able to achieve.
0: Yeah, it's massive, and and like you say, it's not necessarily about winning the tournaments or winning the games. It's you're winning in terms of exposure, and and like you say, you, you've got mates for life as well. But I know you've mentioned um, that you've had a you know a couple of NRL players, and obviously I, I follow you on social media, and and I've noticed you've had some some special guests. So kind of who are the for want of the word, Who are the biggest names that that you've had playing for the Bears?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, oh, jeez, where do we start? Um, probably. Oh, mate, in the last event, we're very lucky. Like I said, like guys like Mark Tafua. Um, we've got Liam Foran, who's been, you know, in our team since sure. the start. Um, and both of these guys, mate, reached out to us and want to be a part of it. They want – they're always up to – like, keep us um, up to check with what's going on and, and things like that. They're, they're really involved with it. Um, Liam Foran, who's Kieran's brother. Liam actually played NRL himself. Yeah, yeah. Um, even the last game, mate, so Payne-Hass. So payne is probably yeah. one of the biggest and best young NRL players coming through at the moment, you know, come down and run water for us all day, which is <laughs> obviously unreal. So people like that. And um, when it comes to NRL players per se, look, we've got a lot of young guys, like guys like Jerem Haynes and uh, Big Barker, and there's a gentleman called Chad Simon. Like a lot of these guys, yeah, they actually haven't played NRL per se, but these guys are champion blokes, champion players who just probably didn't get the opportunities, mm. um, whereas a lot of people actually have. Um, but even having blokes like there's a, a really good mate of mine. So Sam McIntyre, Sam had an awesome season this year, played for the West Tigers, but um, he's cracking first grade this year and just took it with two hands and absolutely smashed it. So guys like Sam McIntyre um, actually came down, even though he couldn't play as much as he wanted to, he came down and coached us down in Wollongong, cool. which was cool. very, very cool. Um, and then I've got another good mate of mine. So Hudson Young, um, he's actually one of my clients as well. He um, is braining them at the moment down at the Raiders. Um, he's always asking about the bears, always wants to be involved, wants to know anywhere he can actually, you know, be involved in any way, uh, which is very, very cool. Um, But they're one of my best mates, been best mates for many, many years, a guy called Greg Bird. Wow. So Birdie, I'm sure you know Birdie. He's um, over in France at the moment, so he's coaching the, the Catalan Dragons. He's, Always messaging me saying, Mate, what's going on with the Bears, bro? Don't forget, when I come back, I want to play, I want to play. Don't give up your jersey, mate. I want that spot. I'm like, Yeah, mate, it's all good. Might make a trial for it, but um, definitely, you know, people like that, mate. Like, these are these are guys which you know, you look up. I remember being a kid, mate, going to rugby league games, you know, you see these NRL players, and for me, these NRL players, they were like, oh, they're like superheroes, you sure. know, and one thing you have to sit back sometimes and think, Hang on. I've got these type of guys, and not just, I'm talking about the players, but these quality humans, you know, involved in this thing which we've created. You know, I've got these guys, you know, in my life, which is absolutely amazing. And one mm. thing we really, really love is a, as a family, um, we, my grandfather, so Poppy is 88, just lives down the road, loves NRL, you know, it's, it's one of those things which he just takes for granted every day. You know, we, get, we go to a game and they're going up talking to Pop and they're asking about the footy and they ask how he plays and things like that. Um, but on a weekend, you know, Pop's watching. Pop's like, hang on, didn't he play for the Bears that guy? Okay? Yeah, <laughs> he did. <laughs> he, he loves it. The fact that Pop, for him, you know, once again, you know, growing up thinking, hang on, these guys are actually playing in a row, but, you know, a few months ago they actually had a Bears jersey on. Yeah, which yeah. Is very, very funny.
0: <laughs> no, I agree with that. And and I think we're very, very lucky with the athletes that we do have. And, and I've certainly mm-hmm. found this doing the podcast, you know, um, some of the guests that I've had on and, and I've spoken to you know Ryan Hoffman he turn, I, who, who is a, a premiership winning player and I turned around to him and said look yeah. a bit out of the blue would you fancy coming on first thing yeah no problem let me know when you know Mahe Fanua, yeah. um, Tully Talanoa, Chris Thorman you know some some big names of rugby league um, and, yeah. and just little things like um, this is a probably a story that, that people won't know but after I spoke to Mahe Fanua he then he, he he bent heaven and earth to make sure that my dad had a had a great birthday. So his birthday was back in in August and it was a, a pretty big one. Um, you know he went out of his way to get a, a jersey signed for me and and sent over to me. You know he did did a video message from my dad for his birthday. So it's just I know it, it, it sounds a bit corny and a bit cringy, but it is little things like that 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 we do forget. And and we have these players that are superstar athletes, but they're also they're also blokes at the end of the day. And and you know I think as as you rightly say. I remember going and watching Greg Byrne and thinking, geez, he's, you know, he's a good player. And, but at the end of the day, they're still, still human beings and they're still people. But I think, I think you've, you've definitely made it if you're playing for the bears and paying is running water for you. So it's a-
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah that's cool. Well, Hopefully mate, as we get, as the bears progress, you know, when people grow up, you know, the goals to play in a role, but also the goals to play for the bears as well. That's Agreed. going to be our our goal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There's, um,
1: I understand with NRL players, man, I've worked with NRL teams before. You know, it, over the years, like it has changed so much. You know, they're always in the spotlight now. Everything they do, it's just you've always got to be on. You know, you've always yeah. got to be smiling. And and to me, you know, I don't know how I could handle seeing you know the Facebook trolls or the, the Instagram trolls. Mm. You know, posting such negative stuff about them every day. And these people are actually humans, just like us. And they need to cop it every day. Um, but when it is time, you know, to give. Um, they're always still willing to help out. Yeah, you know, it's the role of them a role player is not just to play footy; it's all those other things. And yeah, I give them respect, mate. It's probably one of the reasons why I'm not a superstar because I don't know if I could handle it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm not a superstar
0: because I wasn't good enough, but that's a different story. Yeah, that's uh, that's good reason. <laughs> <laughs> but look, how do people go and get involved with you guys, both on and off the field?
1: Yeah, awesome, mate. So. Look, everyone to get involved. Look, we do have a lot of stuff uh, for sale. Everything we do sell, um, 100% of all profits do go to Bow Cancer Australia. So you can always reach us through either the Instagram page Memorial Bears or the Facebook page Memorial Bears. Um, but also, you don't need to, you know, to you know, reach out to sh- to like photos or to buy anything. If you ever got any questions about anything to do with bowel cancer, or you know, even if someone's going through treatment. Whatever it may be, don't be ever scared to hesitate to to reach out and ask questions because we do love helping. We do love talking to people. Um, talking is one of the most beneficial things when it comes to this thing. You know, just know that you're never alone. Yeah. So we always are there. But, yeah, through the Memorial Bears, there's – and, look, if we do ask you questions, which we can't help you with, we've got a lot of really good connections. So we'll definitely be in, in touch with someone who actually can help you.
0: Yeah. And, and it is huge. And I think you're all right. Talking is, is probably the most underrated thing going. Um, and I mean, what about kind of teams and tournaments that, that want you to play or want want to play against you? How do they, how do they reach out? How do they get involved?
1: Yeah, awesome, mate. So always, um, yeah, just through the Facebook page. Um, so at the moment we are working on creating our own tournament. Um, this is actually the first one I've ever said that loud, um, away from our uh, little group. So we are looking at creating our own, uh, ninth tournament. Um, you know, we do play in a lot of different tournaments which we actually need money to. So our thoughts are, well, let's create our own nights tournament. Um, from that, we, all the money that we do make can go directly to Val Cancer Australia. Um, we've got some really cool ideas. So I'm going to put it out there to all the listeners as well. This is the idea they're actually running with. So creating a tournament which is actually a mixed rugby league tournament. It's never been done before. And mm-hmm. everyone will say mixed, like boys and girls tackle. Like that just can't happen. Mm-hmm. So how it's going to work is... Um, is that the first half? Is that the boys play boys, and the second half the girls play girls? Nice. So there's 18 in a squad, nine guys, nine girls. So everyone is the one team. Now, if there's an injury or a sub, um, that they actually wear an os tag um, belt, so actually there's actually no contact. But the guy, so the, the guys can't tackle the girls. Now we've got a list, cool. of, a list of rules, actually all done, up, ready to go. And look, we've put it to a few people. We've put it to a few gentlemen involved with New South Wales Rugby League, and they're just like. This is the craziest but coolest thing we've probably ever seen. So um, no one's ever – to think the opportunity to actually run a a mixed event, um, that's something which was probably laughable, you know, a few years ago. Mm. But women's rugby league is the biggest growing sport in the world, I believe. Yeah, agreed. There will will be a time where it will just be as big as men's rugby league. Um, Who knows when, but it will eventually be, uh, which is absolutely awesome. It it really is. You know, growing up, I grew up in a town called Busterbrook, you know, Girls, you know, they played soccer. Uh, sorry, they played netball, a little bit of soccer, and that was pretty much about it, you know. And mm. as a male, I was very lucky, you know, I had rugby league and soccer and union and AFL and all those other different things. Now, the girls have so many opportunities for a sport, which is so cool. So for us, we think it's just, you know, it's the least we can do to all these guys. Who, for a girl, there's so many girls out there that they actually want to play for the Bears. Mm. So that's going to be, uh, that's our next goal. So unfortunately, once again, with COVID, Um, that's sort of set back a few different things, but looking for maybe early 2021, um, maybe late this year, but yeah, definitely early next year.
0: Yeah, no, fair enough. And I, I 100% agree with you. I mean, if you, if you get the opportunity to watch any of the uh, women's NRL, it's, it's, it is just as fierce as, as the men's game. And, and obviously we've got the, the rugby league world cup 2021. Obviously we've got um, the women's, game which is going to sit on par with the men's game as well um so if you guys can kind of get a tournament in and in beforehand and and, you know you get a few superstars in and that kind of idea that that would be huge but i absolutely love the idea of this this mixed tournament so i'm definitely
1: keeping my eyes out for that one Um, yeah awesome um make sure what i'll do is make any other information or anything like that i'll always tag uh you guys in it so any questions though or any events we can help you with yeah make sure you guys follow us up
0: good man good man but look josh you know, you're doing some amazing things. Um, and obviously I've used a lot of your time. Um, you know, I'm to be fair, I am in awe of, of the stuff that you do and I'm sat here in my Memorial Bears jersey that you sent out to me. So like genuinely really, really appreciative of that. Um, but look, I'm fully on board. But before we go, um, do you have any last words for, for anyone that, that's listening, you know, anyone that wants to get involved, anyone that, that just wants to talk, anything like that yeah cool
1: um so look honestly when it comes to to any type of health just make sure you look after yourself you know don't be stubborn and remember when you are looking after yourself you're not just doing it for you but you're doing it for all those people around you that do love you that do care for you so it is important not to be stubborn um if you ever do see something or something doesn't seem right it's probably because it isn't right Mm -hmm. so make sure you do get it checked out and then if it is all good you know you're good to go but if it's not, then you've got so many measures out there. There's so many steps out there that can actually be taken to help you. Um, we're very lucky. We do live in a society these days where, you know, there's so many people that are willing to help. So don't be scared to ask the question. And if you ever need to unsure, or sorry, if you're ever unsure who to ask, you've always got more bears to talk to.
0: Amazing. Amazing. And and I absolutely, absolutely agree with that. And I, I implore everyone to to follow you guys on social media and, and just reach out and just say, Hey, and, and that kind of idea. And, and obviously, a bit of, bit of Go Bears as well. Um, But no, I'm, I'm a huge fan. But look, Josh, I really appreciate your um, your time and I really appreciate you coming on, buddy.
1: Nah, awesome legend. And we've just um, just got the new jerseys designs done up, mate. We should have a few samples of those. So, yeah, make sure you check them out, mate. There'll be one on the way for sure.
0: Oh, I appreciate that, mate. Appreciate that. It'll, uh, <laughs> it'll sit nicely along, alongside my uh, my current one. So, nah, that's huge, mate. That's huge. Awesome. I won't ruin it this time and sign it, though. play, <laughs> <laughs> perfect. perfect. No, I really awesome.
1: legend. And once again, mate, and also well, look, I'm, I'm thanking everyone for the support, but, but also for you, mate, like if it's not for you, like, you know, putting your hand up or want to actually reach out and help, mate, it's, it's all about creating that exposure and it's, it's people like yourself, mate, why this has been so successful. So from behalf of myself and all my family, um, my mum and dad want to say, they said, make sure you're telling tonight. <laughs> um, we just want to say thank you very much, mate, for all the support and help because it does, it does mean the absolute world. No, that's, that's incredible. And, and you
0: know, it, genuinely it's 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 gonna sound really silly but it's it's genuinely nothing for me. You guys do all the hard work and, and I can really so no I appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Awesome. No, I appreciate your time mate it's been great. Cheers, Josh. Take care buddy. Awesome. Thank you mate. Cheers, mate.